Good afternoon. How about this? No. There it is. It's like it has a short in it or something. All right. I don't know. I'm not a technician. Try it one more time. handheld yep that's weird That's on. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> Thank you. So here we are in the middle, in the heart of the retreat. And it's kind of fitting that we've been spending the last couple of weeks uh, strengthening mind and heart, cultivating and tilling the soil and softening and tenderizing the heart. So when I did the uh, talk earlier this week and I made that distinction between compassion and compassion practice and metta practice, we're moving into now being able to incline or turn the heart towards witnessing and engaging with our own suffering and the suffering of others. And in the meetings um, that I've been having over the last couple of days, the meeting of the preparation for moving into compassion practice was quite evident as I found myself more and more making suggestions to people that I was working with that they may start to want to include that in their practice. A quote from Shoigam Trungpa, loving kindness gives birth to a natural compassion. The compassionate heart holds the pain and sorrow of our life and of all beings with mercy and tenderness. It is this tender heart that has the power 
to transform the world. So remembering uh, or engaging with the understanding that compassion brings forward a strong feeling of wanting to alleviate suffering, our own as well as others, more so than just a wishing of uh, loving kindness or metta. And it was the Buddha who actually described this uh, this state, this energetic field of compassion as a quivering and tenderness of the heart as the heart faces, opens to and acknowledges the suffering in the world. Compassion naturally arises when we come close to suffering, when we are open to and feel the suffering either in ourselves or in others. As we've been here, there's been a dropping away of the busyness of our lives, and we've been cultivating heart and mind. And what that has caused is the, the uh, falling down or the disengagement from the walls of distraction that often we build or are engaged with in our day-to-day life. And this wall of distraction often serves the purpose of dulling the immediacy of difficult or painful feelings. Here on retreat, we have the space and the practice to develop compassion because we find ourselves face-to-face with a wide range of feelings and emotions and thoughts in our own bodies. And I know that uh, all of you have been traveling that road for the last couple of weeks. A gift of grace that arises from being on silent retreat is that it creates a space of non-distraction so that we can actually feel the suffering that is there, both in ourselves and in the world. Over this period of time that we've been together, that we've spent in meditation, there is a tenderness of the heart that develops. Even though or although it may not be easily or always apparent at first, as we engage with the day-to-day hindrances and ups and downs of practice, there is a softening of heart and mind that has been taking place. It's the natural occurrence of this practice. This softening transforms the way we relate to ourselves and to others. I know that you have been feeling more deeply and it is in this depth of feeling that serves as the wellspring for the arising of compassion. Understanding this difference between opening to suffering and feeling aversion can make all the difference between living with compassion and living with fear. Compassion never comes from turning away. The strong, compassionate feeling to alleviate suffering comes from our willingness to be with it. The practice of changing changing the mental weather in our hearts can aid us in understanding that when aversion is present, we cannot access the compassionate heart. 
It is a heart that we can try to gently drop the aversion, drop the aversion to the pain, and just open to it. Open to the ones or ourselves who are suffering. Allow the feeling of separation from that being and or ourselves, that other being or ourselves to dissolve. Then notice how the heart feels. Is it possible that even though there is the encountering of suffering, there is also a kind of happiness that comes? This happiness comes as a result of knowing that it is not the pain and suffering that causes our discomfort. It is rather the aversion to it and our sense of separation. Even though it encompasses anguish and pain, Compassion is actually an empowering joy. There is a flowering within us as the heart opens with caring and love, and this grows the compassionate heart. A last quote by Tartung Tulku. Compassion arises naturally as the quivering of the heart in the face of pain ours, and another's. True compassion is not limited by the separateness of pity or by the fear of being overwhelmed. When we come to rest in the great heart of compassion, we discover a capacity to bear witness to, suffer with, and hold dear our own vulnerable heart, the sorrows and beauty of the world. Loving compassion is like sunlight, awakening and bringing joy to beings. Its beauty is like a rainbow, lifting our hearts of all who see it. Settling in now to posture for practice, if you have not already. At any time through the course of this session, if it starts to feel overwhelming, if it starts to feel like it's too much, you can always return to either metta practice, choiceless awareness, or anchored practice, whatever serves you in the moment in terms of uh, supporting you in being able to be present and continuing with practice. So picturing someone who's dear to you, who's close to you, someone toward whom you feel a great amount of love. Noticing how this love feels in your heart. Noticing the sensations around the heart. Perhaps a sensation of warmth, openness, tenderness. Focusing on these feelings as you visualize or bring energetically in front of you this loved one. As you breathe out, imagine that you are extending a golden light 
that holds your warm feelings from the center of your heart. Imagine that the golden light reaches out to your loved one, bringing them peace and happiness. Perhaps using these phrases, or if there are others that are more aligned with you, that's fine too. May you have happiness. May you be free from suffering. May you experience joy and ease. Remembering as you use the phrases to extend the golden light to your loved one from your heart. Feel with all your heart that you wished your loved one happiness and freedom from suffering. Now, either with this person, thinking of a time when they were suffering, or experiencing an illness, an injury, or a difficult time in relationship. And if there's no arising there for this person, then bringing another loved one to mind, someone who you care about, who has suffering happening right now for them in their lives. Notice how you feel when you think of their suffering. How does the heart feel? What are the sensations? Perhaps an aching or a quivering. Continue to visualize this loved one as you breathe. Imagine that you are extending the golden light from your heart to your loved one and that the golden light is easing their suffering. Extend this light out to them with the strong heartfelt wish that they be free from their suffering. Perhaps engaging this phrase, I care about your suffering. May you hold your suffering with balance.
may you be free from this suffering. May you have ease and peace. I care about your suffering. May you hold your suffering with balance. May you be free from this suffering. May you have ease and peace. I care about your suffering. May you hold your balance. May you be free from this suffering. May you have ease and peace. And as you did with the metta, if those phrases or words don't quite work for you, please feel free to change them. You may simply wish that they be free from pain and sorrow and that they find peace. I care about your suffering. May you hold your suffering with balance. May you be free from this suffering. May you have ease and peace. Being present (coughs) 
allowing yourself to turn towards and know this suffering of this person. Bringing steadiness of heart and care. No worries, not to be too concerned about getting the words exactly right. Just noticing the slight shift in attention, the slight shift in the wish. From loving kindness where We were wishing for well-being and happiness. To the actual responsiveness of the heart to existing pain and suffering.
And as we begin to allow <clears throat> the release of this person and those phrases, <clears throat> wishing that there be healing, that there be peace, and that there may be rest in care and compassion. Just letting it dissolve away. And if it feels like you have the energy and <clears throat> strength of heart in the moment, bringing yourself to mind, contemplating or remembering a time when you have suffered. Might have been being physically ill or a conflict with someone you care about, or maybe a time when you didn't succeed in something that you really wanted. Maybe current, or it could be past. How does the heart feel there as you turn your awareness and incline towards opening the heart to allow your own suffering in. Again, the phrases that may be useful for you. And if not, just sitting with yourself with care and kindness. Acknowledging the great courage I'm going to actually give you two sets of phrases and you can choose if you want to use either of those. May I find peace in this heart. May I be free from pain and sorrow. May I rest in care and compassion. May I find peace in this heart. May I be free from pain and sorrow. May I rest in care and compassion.
May I find peace in this heart. May I be free from pain and sorrow. May I rest in care and compassion. And you may want to continue on with that. I'm just going to offer this other set of phrases which can be very, very helpful when there is physical illness and body pain that one is engaged with in terms of suffering. May I find stillness within change. May I find the acceptance that allows me to be present in this body. May this body be at peace. May I find stillness within change. May I find the acceptance that allows me to be present in this body. May this body be at peace. So you may want to use either of those or combine them in some way or neither, creating whatever supports you best as you offer yourself compassion.
as you continue doing compassion practice for yourself, being kind, being gentle, being caring, being courageous. And as we move into the last moments of this sit, feel free to continue with this practice of compassion. Or you can allow the dissolving of this practice 
and complete this time moving back to engaging with loving-kindness practice. Perhaps for yourself or from a benefactor. Your choice, whatever feels the most predominant for you in this moment. A practice story shared by Dr. Richard Seltzer. I stand by the bed where a young woman lies, her face post-operative, her mouth twisted in palsy, clownish. A tiny twig of the facial nerve, the one to the muscles of her mouth, has been severed. She will be thus from now on. As a surgeon, I had followed with religious fervor the curve of her flesh. I promise you that. Nevertheless, to remove the tumor in her cheek, I had to cut the little nerve. 
Her young husband is in the room. He stands on the opposite side of the bed, and together they seem to dwell in the evening lamplight, isolated from me, private. Who are they, I ask myself. He and this wry mouth who gaze and touch at each other so generously. The woman speaks. Will my mouth always be like this, she asks. Yes, I say. It is because the nerve was cut. She nods, is silent. But the young man smiles. I like it, he says. It's kind of cute. All at once, I know who he is. I understand, and I lower my gaze. One is not bold in an encounter with a god. Unmindful of my presence, he bends to kiss her crooked mouth, and I'm so close I can see how he twists his own lips to accommodate hers, to show her that their kiss still works. I remember that the gods appeared in ancient Greece as mortals, and I hold my breath and let the wonder in. have a good afternoon of practicing and I intentionally didn't take questions this afternoon because of introducing the new practice and hoping that you all will just let it simmer and be there with you as you work with it and we'll be working with compassion for the next couple of days.